Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1618, The Only Metric That Matters by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com. Welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily or welcome if you're new here. I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I read to you and to myself, frankly, from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet every single day. We're surrounded by messages of how difficult it can be to make ends meet and build wealth. So thank you for spending this time with me where we can empower ourselves to take control of our financial health. Do you have a question you'd like answered here on the show? Go ahead and send it over to finance at oldpodcast.com and you will hear from me soon. Even if your question isn't answered on a Q&A episode, I do my very best to answer every email. And now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. The Only Metric That Matters by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com. I've been neck deep in personal finance blogs, books, and tools for about 10 years, but it was only a few years ago that I began paying regular and close attention to my net worth, arguably the only metric that matters. To know your net worth is to have a comprehensive understanding of your financial history, the inflows, outflows, pace, and direction you're moving in. For those of you who don't know how to calculate this number, Allow me to break it down for you so you can forever and consistently be broke. The total value of your assets minus the total value of your liabilities equals your net worth. Your assets are the things that have monetary value, such as cash, investment accounts, property, cars, etc. Your liabilities are the value of what you owe, such as loans, notes, mortgages, and other debts. Not unlike the concept of equity as it relates to homes, Your net worth is the difference between the total value of your assets less the value of your debts. Knowing this is key in order to build wealth because we must be able to measure the impact of our financial decisions as a whole instead of focusing on individual components of this very simple math problem. In my experience, it's quite common for people with high hopes, high incomes, and big ass houses to focus on those sorts of things instead of their net worth. But at best, doing so is short-minded and will lead to flawed decision-making. Furthermore, what good does it have to have a valuable home if you have no equity? What is the benefit of a high income if you don't have enough to invest? If you're team FOMO or team you can't bring it with you, then more power to you. But for anyone that plans on living beyond the age of 45-ish, I need you to know your net worth like you know the story your mama's about to tell when folks come over. Tracking your net worth is also important because it allows you to see and make changes on both sides of the equation, assets and liabilities. For example, let's assume you're desperately in need of more money at the end of the month. Most people tend to explore different ways to improve that situation by seeking better job opportunities. It makes perfect sense to assume that with a new, higher-paying job, 
you can increase your earnings to give yourself the breathing room you're looking for. Some people take it a step further and pursue re-education, certifications, and other time and money-consuming activities with the intent of making themselves qualified for higher earning positions. Unfortunately, what many people don't realize is that oftentimes it's much easier, quicker, and more sustainable to cut back on expenses or to pay off a debt than to make more money. Put another way, paying off a debt early so that you have one less monthly bill is by far a more effective way to give yourself a raise. Once that debt's paid for, the money that went towards it can be rerouted to other things that boost your net worth and give you the cushion you're looking for. The greatest benefit of this approach is that it doesn't require more work from you. Whereas if you got that new higher earning position, you'll have also assumed the new responsibilities, maybe a new route to work, the growing pains of a new boss and team, different hours, and potentially a shiny new tax bracket. That's exactly what we did. We paid off our car notes, student loans, and credit card balances all to create a massive surplus at the end of the month that we then used to pay off our mortgage. Now, with all those bills behind us, we used that larger surplus to invest at an approximately 70% savings rate. That's more than 66 percentage points higher than the average American savings rate, which is a lowly 3.1%. Will we do this forever? No, because we won't have to. I find myself making this point quite often to people looking for that sexy investing tip or advice on rental properties as a way to get some more cash at the end of the month. I repeat, paying off debt is by far the most effective way to build wealth in the short and long term. There are several ways to track your net worth, but given we're in the digital age, we use and are huge fans of personal capital. After entering all of your accounts and any other assets, the tool tracks and provides you with a graphic representation of your net worth. From there, you can see how it's changed over defined periods and in real time as the market changes. Bottom line. According to MarketWatch, as of September 2017, the median net worth of an American family was $81,200. That's only $700 more than it was in 1992 and $54,000 less than the previous high in 2007 prior to the economic collapse of 2008. For black Americans, unfortunately, the picture is but ugly since, quote, nearly one in five black families have zero or negative net worth, twice the rate of white families, end quote. Furthermore, according to the Washington Post article, the median net worth of white families was approximately 10 times more than that of black families as of 2016. Even worse, a recent Forbes article stated that By 2053, black households will have a median net worth of zero. This is what infuriates and inspires us. This is why we're doing what we're doing. It's why we believe so passionately about inserting our voice into this conversation about wealth in America through this platform. While we're clearly outliers, we've experienced the full spectrum of wealth and are currently on the rise. But I gotta tell you, it's a lonely club. As you can imagine, based on the numbers mentioned, there aren't many of us up here, so let's change that. You just listened to the post titled The Only Metric That Matters by Julian Saunders of richandregular.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. 
Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Julian makes some great points here on why monitoring your net worth is important and how eliminating debt is one of the best ways to increase your net worth. While reducing expenses might not be thrilling to you, and it's true that you can only reduce them so much, there are so many long-term benefits to living way below your means. Being frugal is a skill, but once you master it, you'll be much less likely to go into more debt in the future. I had a friend years ago that got into really bad credit card debt and her parents stepped in and bailed her out of it. A couple years later, she was in the same spot because she never had the opportunity to learn to live below her means. So if you're in the process of digging out of debt, even if it feels like a slog sometimes, remember that you're setting yourself up for long-term financial stability. I got the opportunity to get to know Julian when he spoke at the Economy Conference back in March of last year, and I'm thrilled to be able to perform his content here on Optimal Finance Daily. If you'd like to hear more from Julian about embracing conflict on the path to financial independence, you can watch his speech on the Economy Conference YouTube channel. And by the way, economy is spelt with an M-E, not an M-Y. Yes, I know, I'm very clever. And Julian's wife, Kirsten, whose writing is also featured on the Rich and Regular blog, is joining us this November on the economy stage at the University of Cincinnati. To learn more about the other speakers and grab your ticket, head over to economyconference.com and use code OFD for a 10% discount. That should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you on the Sunday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.